put me in the game, coach, I'm ready. My name is Brittany. And I'm Valerie. And this is Veggie Spots. Bringing you the juice on all the piping hot tea. News, politics, pop culture, let's go! And another one, and another one. What you got? And another stimulus check. Yay! Wow, I am so grateful. Absolutely. Look, I've always been a self-reliant person, but I'm never going to pass down free money in the mail. That has never happened in my lifetime. I mean, yeah. Who would? Right? All the people that say Biden. (laughs) Biden. No, no, no. All you self-righteous people. My husband, actually, he was like, I don't want any more money. I was like, I'll take your check. Thanks, hon. Who the fuck says that? (laughs) I mean, like, I don't want any more money. He doesn't want it because of what it will cost in the end. And I'm like, honey, you won't even be alive. You don't even know what the past sins of America are costing us now. Ooh. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) No, but let me say this. Let me say this. I guarantee all you haters, when you get that check in the mail, your ass is going to cash it. Brittany, I already got plans for that check. Three times spent over. What are your plans? First of all, I'm going to donate 10% of that money. You know, I've been wanting to do more for Skid Row. Get this. I want to do a Skid Row stand-up comedy competition. Let me know. I'm the first to sign up. That is going to be interesting. Oh my gosh, it's going to be lit as I don't know the logistics yet, but I'm going to drive down. I'm going to hand out my flyers and say, meet me here Saturday, 1 p.m. It's going down. It's going down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Winner gets 100 bucks. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Better not. Yeah, 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 yeah. Better not rob me before showtime. You know what I mean? But it's going to be a fun time. No doubt. I'll help you. Good. We'll do some crowd control. Okay. And let's make some posters. Stand up comedy show today. So I'm glad that you said that because I'm a good Christian. I would like to help anywhere I can. And to be honest, this money is going to help me be a little bit more comfortable. Probably your family, right? I need to put braces on my son's teeth. You know, $1,400 is not going to buy braces, but it's a nice step in the right direction. It's a step in the right direction. (laughs) I was like, you know, I'm thinking about bills I have to pay. Well, fourteen's not going to pay my rent, but I do appreciate it. Absolutely. You know, we had a Aunt Marie was like, that's too much money. To which dad replied, <laughs> what did he say? Well, she said, why 14? And he goes, why not? Like, who determines this number? Yeah, not to mention, it's not the 1800s anymore, Aunt Marie. It's not the 1950s where a gallon of milk cost you 50 cents. Back when the Hershey bar was a dime. <laughs> We're not living in those times anymore. There's inflation on this shit. It is expensive to be alive. I saw a meme. Yeah. And I quote, I love that we're quoting memes. (laughs) I want to give her credit because I laugh my ass off. Why is it so expensive to be alive? I'm not even having a good time. (laughs) I've never felt. Who said that? That's hilarious. I have never felt that in my heart so much. Like, you are my spirit animal. Like, the struggle is real out here. Dude, the struggle is real. I'm not even sure if $1,400 would cover your bills in Utah anymore. You know, I'm glad that... They see the need and that they acted on it. Thank you so much. Because right now, numbers are just 
pulled out of thin air for me. I've never understood them. I still don't. But if you're giving me a check, I'm fine. And this is only going to help the economy. You know, people are going to be spending that. You've planned it. I've spent mine a few ways before I've even cashed the check. Oh, absolutely. I'll cover one, maybe two bills with it, give back, buy food, maybe treat myself to one nice meal and then let the less hopefully save a little bit. Like I always try to put away at least 100 of any lump sum I'm given, whether I stash it somewhere or invest it back in something else. Just every 100 goes somewhere. Smart. And people are ready. We're getting the vaccine now, thankfully. Yeah, more people and more are, people. We talked about this. The birds are chirping. I actually sat outside <laughs> of my first restaurant. I felt a little uncomfortable. I took her. I made her go. You held my hand. We made it work. We did it outside all on a patio. Her first time out since COVID. A whole year. Hey, which happy one year anniversary, by the way. Great. Infectious diseases are so much cuter when they're one. So much cuter. They're cuter when they disappear, to be honest. I say great in the most sarcastic voice. What a fucked up year. Dude, that shit got out of control way faster, way larger, way longer than it needed to. I can't tell if this year went by extremely fast or extremely slow. I feel like still pulling in the dregs of last year. I'm like, wait, what day? What month is it? 2021? Why do I still feel like it's 2020? Maybe because you still see Trump flags all over the place that say Trump 2020. That's only in Utah. I don't know who else is embarrassed enough to still tout a loser's flag besides the Confederates. <sighs> Terrible. Terrible, but still good, though. Like you said, the birds are chirping. People want to get out. And people in our own inner sphere are getting more and more corona vaccines. Which was great news. We were the most concerned about our parents. Dad, our black dad, got one. He thought if he caught COVID, he would die. Yeah, I think we all kind of thought that. I know, like, oh, we got black in our jeans. We better beware. Dad's like, I got four out of the five. (laughs) He did. What was it? Open heart surgery, over 65, black, pre-diabetic. You hit it. (laughs) (laughs) What else, Dad? Well, before people think that we are a little biased, immunocompromised, go on. I was going to say bias, right? Because look, we like to present the facts. We like to present what we feel is right and just. And and I know a lot of times you say, look, we're not for Biden or for Trump. The segue I'm going is... Oh, yeah. Where are you going? I'm going... Where are we going? We're going to Andrew Cuomo, Governor Cuomo. Oh, Governor Cuomo. You know, people were counting on you during those coronavirus briefs. Then when the dust settled... He was a hero. Was he? People are pissed because I guess he was covering shit up in the nursing homes. So, well, the latest is you have a string of women coming forward saying he was inappropriate. Governor Cuomo sticks to the denial of inappropriate touching, says he will not resign. Okay, so maybe it wasn't inappropriate for you, Cuomo, who's from, what, the 1950s where men just berate and say, make me a sandwich, bitch. (laughs) Yeah, that's not funny. (laughs) And New York, though. New York is a little bit tough, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So all these people are coming out of the woodworks for Cuomo. He touched me inappropriately. He this, he that. I read an article that were like two aides were like, he creates a toxic environment calling men pussies and saying, you have no balls. Let me try to do it. You have no balls. (laughs) (laughs) Your O was a little long, but you're almost there. You know, I don't get how people can just do accents off the top. Like, it really does take me some time. It takes me some time, too. You notice mine was like, you got no balls. Could do some work. (laughs) So I tried to segue and bring that full circle because here's the difference. He looks like the kind of guy who would say that for sure. Here's the difference. When Trump says, grab him by the pussy, 
Ew. Ugh. Isn't that so nasty? First of all. And then you got old, nasty women say, he could grab me by the pussy. I'm just- <laughs> Your mouth or your gobbler? I don't know what to look at. He looks like he's got bowls on his chin. <laughs> but here's the thing. I guess ugly people need love too, right? If you want to excuse that behavior, even though it's gross, here's the difference yeah. though. If this is in fact true, yes. let's investigate yes. and we need to hold him accountable. I'm already ready to lynch his ass. You see me lighting my fire. That's the difference. Mm, that is the difference. I hold the fire under both of them. Everybody. Not one or the other. Everybody. Even Biden and his little bullshit. Oh, it's cavalier. No, all of you fucking white men in power misusing your power, acting like, oh, this is just how the good old boys do it. But we're not going to make excuses and this won't be tolerated. Your time is over. Your time is over. Get over, jabronis. You're done. <laughs> Ray, lay up the smack it down on all your candy asses. If you smell. Bro. Do you remember though you did this in the last podcast? I brought it up again. Maybe it could be a motif. <laughs> I can't right now. You're, you you gotta you gotta tone it down a few <laughs> I lost myself in that. I was ready to go. I'm lighting the fire under all these jabronis, Brittany. Men don't even realize their time is over. Your time is over. I mean, look, you're okay. We tolerate it. I mean, we'll hang out with you. But this shit's fucking bullshit for too long. Way too long. Wars, rumors of wars, this whole coronavirus bullshit. Is it a democratic hoax or not? I'm stronger than that. Fuck you and your bullshit. Fuck you and your bullshit. I'm tired of hearing men talk. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just really trying to, <laughs> trying to match your tone and then just bring it down. Okay, okay sorry. <laughs> Got a little carried away. And obviously, men, some of you are our friends. We love you. I don't want to broadly generalize, but fuck, dude. Just too many. Government. Everybody got to come correct right now. Everybody, ourselves included. We're willing to come correct right here, right now. What we got, Brittany? What we got? Dr. Seuss. Wait a minute. Can I just tell you, I've been binge watching The Crown. Oh, yeah. What about it? I'm a little late to the game. Obviously, that shit came out four years ago. And when it was all the rage, I was like, okay, that's some white people shit. Because when things become popular, I'm like, ah, I'm not so into it. But then, like, let it simmer. And I'm like, why was that good? So I've been binge watching The Crown. OMG. Elizabeth does not deserve Charles and William. They are not worthy to be the queen's sons. They are a dishonor to the queen and the sovereignty. I was getting pizza. No, you weren't, Andrew. You're getting a piece of 17-year-old. <laughs> Sorry, just spit in my sister's face. <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to tone it down. <laughs> Bro, what's that time you got a cocoa test? Could you just straight spit? I watched it on my lip. I saw a fly out of my mouth onto your lip. <laughs> Dude, it's like I got like I got like metaphorically slapped by a piece of your spit. I'm sorry too, because the whole reason I was talking about the princes and the queen was because of this crazy interview Meghan Markle did with Oprah. Meghan Markle. 
Prince Harry sat down with Oprah Winfrey. So mm-hmm. this was huge. This was just yesterday. I caught little snippets of it. Mm-hmm. What do you know? I know that like, well, back up a couple years ago when there's talks of them leaving the family and it was like, oh, that's unconventional. Why do you want to leave the royal family? You live in a freaking palace. You have a waitstaff. Jewels and crowns and You've got it all. Why are you leaving? But we knew that some shit went down with Diana and that that's Diana's son right then and there, the one most like her. So bubbling beneath the surface of what the sovereignty doesn't want us to know is some shit. And that interview yesterday was the first peek inside of what exactly happened. And what exactly happened, what I know, is that there's just bullshit superficial concerns going on inside palace walls over a facade that they're still trying to maintain without even looking at Prince motherfucking Andrew and his bullshit scandal at Jeffrey Epstein. Man, you know, what is it about when people get old, their skin turns purple? (laughs) Have you seen a picture of this dude? Maybe he's just choking off the oxygen of honesty to his brain, just in all the lies he's telling himself about getting pizza with his daughter on the day he was with freaking 17-year-old Virginia or whatever. Anyways, there was rumors about their place in the royal family. Like, William has enough kids, so it doesn't matter what Harry does because... Concerns about how dark little baby's Archie's skin might be when he comes out and how he will not have a title or protection. Why are you going to put that on an innocent baby? That's deeply fucked up if you think about it. Like, her thing too, she said she was really suicidal while she was there. And if I'm a mom marrying into royalty, something people deeply respect but know nothing about, learning these deeply fucked up things about it, I might feel the same way too. That is so wrong. All of the shit going around the world is so heavy, but it's a day of reckoning for everybody. Nobody is going left unchecked. No one's going left unchecked, even you, Cuomo. Cuomo, you're getting checked. And people want to just all of a sudden just pass it off as cancel culture. Have you been hearing this term? Oh, that is bullshit. Your ass is canceled because you deserve to be canceled. Your ass is canceled because you guys say stupid, crazy shit. You call it cancel culture. I call it accountability. And stop gaslighting people. You know you're guilty of the very things that you're saying. Unfortunately, that is Christianity at its finest. Coming from a Christian, there is bullshit hypocrisy in my church that no longer deserves to be there. Your time is over and you know who you are doing shit in the name of the Lord. What was that thing you told me earlier today? So profound. Yeah. You know, one of the the Ten Commandments is do not take the Lord's name in vain. And I always assumed it was you can't just openly say OMG. G-O-D. Yeah. For just random shit. Just random language. Like Brittany and I are talking and then we throw in, you know. No, but really it's you do not use the Lord's name to push your religious beliefs in a way that God would not want you to intend. That is using his name wrong. It's hateful. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump and you scumbag followers. That was so unchristlike. And for him to straight up say, I am the chosen one. And for dumbass Christians to be like, yeah, he is the chosen one right now. I'm like, what the fuck kind of Kool-Aid did you drink? Because that shit tastes so bitter to me. I'm not even trying to make that sweet. 
That is some fucked up bullshit that is unacceptable this lifetime and forever. Oh, look, so many verses about beware of the devil in sheep's clothing. Yeah, let that echo throughout time and eternity. That was some devil in sheep's clothing. I'm willing to call it all out on all fronts. Do not make any graven image. Help me out here. You go to church. Are you going to say Ten Commandments or what? I wasn't going to say the Ten Commandments, but I mean, it's in there. Like, oh, there yeah. is no God before me. There's no God before me. Honor the Sabbath. Keep it holy. Love thy neighbor. Never covet. Don't commit adultery. This is not one of them, but it absolutely is a golden rule. Treat people the way you want to be treated. Would we want the same immigration policies against our ancestors as they were laying the foundations of our families to come through Ellis Island or whatever way they made it to America? Ask yourselves that when you look at Trump's, well, fuck him, he's not here anymore. And Biden, whatever he's doing, there's some gaps to be filled there, too, with his immigration policies. But good news is some of those lost children have been reconnected with their families. Accountability, rectify your wrongs. That's all you have to do because we all make mistakes. That is the law. And that's Christianity, really, is that we try to be perfect, yet we make mistakes. And when we make mistakes, we need to be humble. Admit that we made those mistakes and apologize for them. And come full, correct, and humble our spirits in total meekness and putting others first, period. Period. Put others first. Six Dr. Seuss books will no longer be published. Why? In a statement Tuesday, this is from the Washington Post. While CNBC, ABC, MSNBC, CNN are talking about the stimulus and getting COVID relief to people. Fox News is talking about Dr. Seuss and cancel culture and Mr. Potato Head having a dick or not having a dick. Uh, Was it the Starbelly Sneetches or the Woozles on Boozles? What was racist? What deserves being canceled in the Dr. Seuss culture? And to think I saw on Mulberry Street, if I ran the zoo, there's a couple more. So the books portray people in ways that are hurtful and wrong. While we think this is new, Dr. Seuss Enterprises says in a statement that last year, the decision was made to pull these books. To be honest, the thing I saw it on Mulberry Street is one of the least, is the worst Dr. Seuss book. <laughs> to think I saw it on Mulberry Street describes a Chinaman I remember that. that has lines for eyes, wears a pointed hat, and carries chopsticks and a bowl of rice. I remember that. If I ran the zoo. Mm-hmm. Depicts two characters from the African island of Yurka Mm -hmm. as shirtless, shoeless, and resembling monkeys. Yeah, 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 I remember that too. I never thought anything of it when I saw it, though. Of course you did. I actually thought that China shit was racist. I was like, really? I never see Chinese people who look like this. Lines for eye. That's fucked up. Well, so, while everybody wants to jump on this, Dr. Seuss, oh no. Look, Dr. Seuss, you're a fucking legend. All right, everybody's read your books. There's still major books in production, but he was woke, okay? Because even Dr. Seuss says he drew political cartoons for a New York-based paper, including some that used harmful stereotypes to characterize Japanese and Japanese-Americans. Decades later, he said he was embarrassed by the cartoons, which were full of snap judgments that every political cartoonist has to make. So you have Dr. Seuss saying, I was embarrassed by these. I wasn't that cool. You have Dr. Seuss Enterprises 
obviously. Rest in peace, late Dr. Seuss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dr. Seuss pre-acid was like, ah, the Japs and the lines. And then after acid, he's like, oh, I feel really bad about that. Yeah, because these joints are some crazy shit, right? <laughs> these books are like 50 pages long. Too. And the, the half of them aren't even real words. So, Dr. Seuss, okay, yeah, that's awesome. I'm glad we can have a great example of recognizing our wrongs. And yeah, because at the end of the day, I mean, it's all a perception if the stereotype is harmful. But if it comes from his own camp that we recognize it could be harmful, especially for lesser or weaker minds, then we'll just take the chance, pull those books. It's not worth it. Like I said, those are some of the shittiest Dr. Seuss books anyways. We're not talking about green eggs and ham. One fish, two fish. Which brings me to the point. Mm -hmm. So we have, in the midst of getting people money and COVID uh -huh. and all the shit that's been going on, <laughs> uh -huh. we have Kevin McCarthy. He appeared clueless. He decides he's going to take a stand. Cancel Dr. Seuss. I know a Kevin McCarthy, but I don't think it's the one I know. He's the House Minority Leader. Oh. Republican. I guess that's a common name, <laughs> Kevin McCarthy. Isn't that the most common? It's, like a, <laughs> it's not Joseph Smith, but go on. It's like a Young or a Thompson. A Chris. A Stewart. Yeah, okay, okay. So he goes on and decides, I'm going to take a stand. This is his point to take a stand on. He reads Green Inks and Ham out loud in protest of the six books that were yanked. And uh, says what? Well, out of all the books, too. This guy reads Green Eggs and Ham. So he's not even reading a book that's pulled. Okay, but is he trying to bring the moral? I do not like them, Sam I am. I do not like Green Eggs and Ham. What's the point? Was he trying to filibuster some shit with a Dr. Seuss book? No, he's trying to sit there and say, I stand with Dr. Seuss. He's fucking dead. And you didn't stand with him before this moment. So don't act like you're a vigilante now. Let me tell you, I actually had a really good conversation with a police officer. I know I've been a little critical in our last latest podcast, right? Mm -hmm. You know, I just felt he was cool. He was really cool. Mm -hmm. He told it like it was. Mm -hmm. He said nine times out of ten, people need to mind their fucking business. Mm -hmm. Not call because it's not a real emergency. Yeah. We've seen it. Elijah Some McClain. Shit, yeah. We've seen it, you know? And what? Over at Philandro Castro, for what? You know? Some Karen shit. Some Karen shit. So he says, I get it, because I asked him what he thought about this whole defund the police, and, you know, he was super cool. And my thing is, why did this have to come? Why is this a counter to people saying Black Lives Matter? Why? Why did mm -hmm. Black Lives Matter equate to well, we stand with our police. Yeah, these are two separate. But you made it parallel. And for what? Why can't you understand that when people saw this guy get a knee in his neck, get a knee in his neck from an officer with three other officers seconds, standing by? Why do you say, I back the police? Fucked up timing. Super fucked up timing. And it was intentional. If you backed the police, where were you before all this? What's right is right and what's wrong is wrong. And that shit is wrong. Honestly, Brittany, some people debate it, right? Because we all come from different beliefs, different backgrounds, different societies. What you think is right, other people think is wrong. But I'm with you deep down in our core. We all know. We really do. And if you just want to be a rebel rouser because that's who your people are, then okay, fine. That's your place. But that doesn't come without a fuck you. Fuck you. So Congress is debating a pretty important bill, the stimulus checks and the suffering of American people. And here sits McCarthy reading... Green eggs and ham. Inappropriate timing. Read the fucking room. Read the room, Kevin. 
Karen. You might as well be a Karen. Kevin is like the Karen equivalent. Kevin is the Karen. We're just going to start calling y'all Kevins. Kevin. I never really even liked that name. Kevin. Kevin. Evan. Kevin. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like it. You have anything else? Troy. I don't like that name either. (laughs) Oh, you mean news? That's all I got today. (laughs) We have reached this section in our show. Pass or yes. Yes. And because we could see how some people would be offended by Dr. Seuss books. I never was, but I could see it. Mm -hmm. Let's go down the list. Pass or Yes. yes. Dr. Seuss books. Are you ready? Well, woozle and usle, and yes, I am. <laughs> I think this one's one of the classics, the cat in the hat. Too long, pass. One fish, two fish, red fish. Yeah, that's my jam. Yes. Me too. I even have a shirt. That's my favorite book. Ten apples up on top. Mm, pass? I never heard of it. Horton, here's a who. Yeah, that's a really good. I said what I meant, and I meant what I said. An elephant's faithful. Yes. That was cute. Yertle the turtle. Ooh, that one sits the middle for me, but I'm going to give it a yes because Yertle first gave us a premonition of imperial capitalism and what that would do. I'm going to go quite the opposite and say pass just because when I think of Yertle the turtle, I think of Mitch McConnell's ugly ass. (laughs) You Yertle the turtle looking motherfucker. Oh! I said it before and I'll say it again. This cat in the hat has got me for the win. <laughs> All right, what else have we got on this? If I ran the circus. Mm, pass. I never like circuses. They're creepy. There's a walket in my pocket. Mm-mm. Pass. There's a bucket in my pocket. Walket in my pocket. I can lick 30 tigers today. Lick? Yeah. Uh, pass? Did that get canceled? No? (laughs) It sounds like with a title like that, that might be the next one in question. Yeah. (laughs) That'll be a part of the Me Too Phase 2 version of Canceling Dr. (laughs) What pet should I get? Mm, Pass. I don't even recall these. Mr. Brown can moo. Can you? I like that one. That's a good early learning book. Yes, that's a pass. That's a yes. Fox and Socks. Fox and socks. Mm, pass. Happy birthday to you. How can I say no? That'll be a yes. Dr. Seuss sleep book. Mm, don't remember. Pass. Dr. Seuss horse museum. Mm, less impressionable. Pass. Would you rather be a bullfrog? Nope. Pass. In a people house. Really? This is the list? Pass. <laughs> Did you expect a different list? I feel like there's so many more Dr. Seuss books I read and haven't even heard of. These? I didn't realize there was this many. I wish that I had duck feet. What the fuck? Pass. Are you my mother? That's a good one. I'll say yes. Super cute. Hand, hand, fingers, thumb. Mm, It's okay. Pass. Go, dog, go. Yes. Put me in the zoo. Mm, Pass. Wish for a fish. Mm, Pass. Is a camel a mammal? Is it? Pass. And that is it for our show. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Juice Box. My name is Brittany. And I'm Valerie. Thanks for tuning in. Like, subscribe, and share with a friend. And we'll see you on the next one.